0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
1: I had a piece published in the uh, National Edition of the Washington Times today. Uh, It's called Stop the Continuing Slaughter. You can get it at washtimes.com or we'll probably put it out on Twitter a little bit later. The use and abuse of illegal and dangerous drugs is at a crisis moment in America. It is made doubly worse by our apathy to and coddling of it. To give a sense of the enormity of this crisis, consider that over 110,000 Americans died from such drug use, such poisoning, last year. The bulk of those deaths were of Americans under the age of 50. In fact... More Americans under the age of 50 died from drug poisonings last year than all Americans under the age of 50 died from COVID in three years. More adolescents died from drug poisonings last year than all children from COVID in three years. If we need a visual, consider two commercial airlines crashing into each other every single day in America. Take the largest football stadium in North America at the University of Michigan. It still seats fewer Americans than died from illegal and dangerous drugs last year. It's not just a crisis or an epidemic. It's a mowing down. In fact, it's a slaughter. Now, today is National Fentanyl Prevention and Awareness Day. Did you know that? And it will not receive much attention. And another 300 Americans will die from drug poisoning, as will another 300 tomorrow and the next day. We are nowhere near solving this crisis, and it has been steadily increasing each year. Were young Americans dying from COVID at these rates, our country's hair would be on fire, just as it was on fire over COVID, which never approached these death rates. While there has been more attention put on fentanyl recently, and fentanyl constitutes the majority of these drug deaths, it was meth and heroin and cocaine before that. And we are seeing rising rates of those drugs coming back as well, just as we are seeing deaths from marijuana laced with all of these drugs. And there are new dangerous drugs coming into use as well. Few have heard of Captagon, and a year ago almost nobody heard of Xylazine, or Trank, which turns living humans into zombies. As one user put it, quote, you do a shot and you just crumble where you're at. When you wake up, you can't move, close quote. While the overwhelming focus on the drug problem in America, when there is focus, is on fentanyl, it is a mistake to ignore all other dangerous and illegal drug use, from marijuana to those most haven't even heard of. As William Shakespeare put it, the worst is not, so long as we can say this is the worst. But perhaps a line of Arthur Miller's is more urgently needed today. Attention must be paid. When this country wants to bring or pay attention to a problem, it certainly knows how to do so. The COVID years are public, public health exhibit number one. Drunk driving and cigarettes are public health exhibits two and three. Nobody escaped a saturation of messaging and more, much more, on these public health crises. While the other major efforts dealing with the drug crisis today feature in fund addiction treatment and the distribution of poisoning reversal drugs like Narcan, there are even more nefarious efforts at work as well. Major cities are giving drug pari- paraphernalia away and even promoting drug use with public service announcements and displays to young Americans, telling them this, quote, if you do plan to use, start with a small dose and go slowly, close quote. That's in New York City. If you do plan to use, start with a small dose and go slowly. Just imagine a drunk driving campaign that said, if you plan to drink and drive, drink only a little at first. And drive slowly and consider eating a meal first. For its part, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, let us not forget that is the official name, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, states on its website its own concept of public health by instructing drug users to avail themselves of fentanyl strips. So as to quote, this is on the CDC website, quote, detect the presence of fentanyl, In all different kinds of drugs, cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, etc., and drug forms, pills, powder, and injectables, close quote. In other words, use something to make sure your cocaine and meth and heroin use is safe and pure. Why not make it easier yet and just distribute highly purified cocaine and meth and heroin with an FDA approval label? As for Narcan, it is a necessary tool, sadly. But it is the ambulance at the end of a car wreck, a last-ditch emergency effort after a trauma or a traumatic traumatic event. Sometimes it will work, sometimes it will not, and it won't even touch certain drugs like xylazine or Trank, the zombie drug I mentioned earlier. May I submit to the Court of Public Opinion that we accept Public Health Exhibit number 4, Real Prevention, It has worked before, just as it worked with forest fires, just as it worked with drunk driving, just as it worked with cigarette smoking, all of which have been dramatically reduced due to pervasive and serious messaging. When our drug crisis was at its previous peak in the early 1980s, prevention messaging was everywhere, from television to radio to Hollywood to professional athletics. And we reduced drug use in this country by over 60 percent. People say you can't do it. We did it. theoretical has been proven by the actual. Since then, we gave up. This should astound you. We were losing about 5,000 Americans a year due to drug poisonings in the early 1990s. Today, our country has grown by about 30% in population, but drug poisoning deaths have increased by over 2,000%. So, a few of us are trying to do something about it. We're commencing a serious social media advertising campaign to awaken our country from its lethal slumber and to recreate in the modern media age what we did so well not so long ago, real prevention. Let us now at long last all take arms against the slaughter and by opposing it the way we know how when we are serious and want to, end it. That's my piece in uh, today's Washington Times. Um, I woke up this morning to... You know, a few social media posts about this being National Fentanyl Awareness and Prevention Day. And I kind of wanted to ask how many people saw anything about it today. Just another airy abstraction that won't do much. Look, it's important people know about it, obviously. But I didn't see much on TV about it. I didn't see that much on social media about it either after 9 a.m., after the first press releases went out from the organizations and the federal government. And when you look at what the federal and state and local governments are doing about this, as I said, they're making it worse. They are promoting use. They are promoting drug use. That's their concept of public health. It's put under the name of various things, like harm reduction, but these are Orwellian names that are creating more and more harm. Take a look at the major cities in this country. Take a look at the death toll. It's time we recreate and do what worked. Got it down by over 60%. That is a victory of public policy by any standard or by any measure. Think about if we could have gotten or if we could get fatherlessness down or welfare down or anything Down by 60%. Chronic homelessness, poverty, you name it. There'd be ticker tape parades, and there would be forever books and essays on all of it. We did it with drugs. But, you know, there's this weird bodily autonomy. There's this weird issue and notion in the public health fields these days that's more than about just appeasement and bodily autonomy it's in a very 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 perverse way it's about not just really encouragement but enabling enabling that's what we're doing and every year the numbers grow my point is they don't have to
0: thanks for listening to the town hall review our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy